Wow, yes. it's been a long time. Yeah, we took a week off there. I miss you guys. Well, it was my fault, but I still miss you. <laughs> oh, I thought it was my fault. I think it was my fault this time. I can't remember. Let's blame Lori. It was Lori's fault. <laughs> it, it was Lori my fault. did it. <laughs> so I came in early today. Anybody want to know why? Why? Uh, no, why? No guesses, Anna? Okay, okay, let's guess then. Um, oh, wait, uh, hang on. I saw something on Facebook, so I might know why. But go oh. ahead and say it yourself, because I know you're excited about it. <laughs> Is it, um, <gasps> did you meet a celebrity? Oh, that that would be awesome. I love to meet celebrities. But no, we had our Christmas photo shoot. Yay! Wow! Oh my God! It's September. Don't do just want to us. Just want to oh. point out September. It's still 9. September. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, September. Uh, end of September, though. And right. and I just want to say I work with the amazing Shelly Hart, who is you know so photogenic and um, you know can instantly pose for any picture. And then there's me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm I'm just copying everything she does and she's probably like what is this girl doing she's just copying me but um <laughs> it's like hey what else am I going to do <laughs> okay first of all you're not this girl <laughs> right she's known you forever and secondly, imitation is as sincere as for flattery. And thirdly, she wants these pictures to be great too. So you do you. Yeah, and and she was very <laughs> gracious. But um, yeah, but I did. I watched and I copied. <laughs> yep. I have known you for a very, very long time. In fact, one of our Facebook posts from like 2009 came up. It was oh. when you and I were posing on some power pole on right? Wicked. No, not power pole, but a light pole. Sorry. <laughs> and. You I guys mean, were pole dancing? What yes, was this? basically. <laughs> Before it was cool. You know how we, when you're on a on a pole, you have your hand out and your leg out, right? And then you're holding onto the pole. And I think you were doing the same thing. Like, yeah. I think you do that often anyway. You like to read the room and do what's happening. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. So and- nothing wrong with that. So we're all running around in Christmas stuff, and everyone's looking at us like, what is happening? <laughs> now, okay, but this is just the photo shoot to get ready, right? Exactly. You haven't, like, we haven't switched to Christmas music oh, yet, Oh, no, we? no, no, no. Oh, my God. Not yet. Okay. The, the earliest we sure. ever did it was the year of COVID. We switched right after um, Halloween. And I think it was needed. It was needed. I think if we did it again, it would not be needed. But that year, it worked. There was one time your old boss, Ron, mm-hmm. put it on election day. Oh. Because, <laughs> and it was election day 2016. Yes. Something about we needed a little happiness. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> that is Enough hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're, we're on the Christmas track now, so. <laughs> I guess it matters. I mean, I guess, you know, enough people... I mean, and there's already, isn't there like a side channel where you can hear Christmas all the time? Yes. If you go to our webpage yes. now, warm1069.com, there's a green banner. If you click on yeah. it, you can hear continuous Christmas music. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So I find this interesting that, that this is still such a huge deal. I wouldn't think that there would be that. I guess I'm always surprised. And every year I've been in radio, which is many, many years, I'm always surprised at how many people are ready for 24 hours of Christmas music in October. 
here's the thing. What what I see happening is people that listen to all different kinds of stations, country or all different kinds, if they are true Christmas fanatics, they switch over for the season. So it's not necessarily our normal listeners. And some of our normal listeners are like, "Ah, check it, CNA in January. But it brings a lot of people that love Christmas. So and they have it in their car. So it brings people across all genres because no other station does it. Well, I won't say no other station does it, but I think I could honestly say no station does it like we do. I mean, we're known for it. So Yeah. No, Warm owns Christmas. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and it's from the heart. I mean, if you're in the building, it's Christmas all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I love. And the parade. I mean, mm-hmm. so many. And it and it it does kind of emanate from Shelly in a way because her heart is so big in that way. She just encompasses, you know, that kind of feeling. But it's everybody. I mean, you're that way. Seth is that way. Well, Seth's got a little crusty undercoating to him, but <laughs> he's he's mostly that way. You know, that 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 warmth and that and that love for people. It comes out through the radio, and I do love that. So it does. Much about warm. Yay! Yeah. Well, good. So you had Christmas today. Well, yes, I did. <laughs> I even got presents, you, but I didn't get to open them because they were props. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. I know, like, I, that reminds me. I got. I can't remember if we talked about this last Christmas, but so my. Okay, let me just say, someone I know likes to decorate their tree and make sure that there's a whole lot of gifts underneath it. And if there aren't that many gifts, she has in past years wrapped fake things, just in <laughs> you know that look like boxes and wrap them and put them under the tree. Well. Last year, we were all having Christmas here at our house. The house I live in is like most of the time Holiday Central just because it, it has been for 35 years. And so it, it just continues to be, and which I love. The whole family comes here and we decorate and it's really, really great. So usually what happens is, you know, let's say Christmas Eve, you get to open a present or two, but everybody comes here and opens the presents on Christmas Day. So what you'll do is if you have them all under your own tree, you gather up the stuff that's going to get open and you bring them over here to our house and everything goes under the big tree and then we all open it up. Well... <laughs> The, the person who lives with the person I'm talking about uh, <laughs> just grabbed all the gifts from under the tree and brought them over. <laughs> and you're supposed to label things, right? Like everybody has a tag, like to or from, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's from Santa, but usually <laughs> it's from, you know, one of us to another one of us. And lo and behold, there were a few things that weren't labeled. <laughs> and so we're like, well, I wonder who these are for. I don't know. Let's open them. And it was like a random book that like nobody had any connection to and a couple of other things. A and can probably, of shaving cream. <laughs> that way you An empty box that used to hold shaving cream. <laughs> a box of rice Right, exactly. Yes, yes. Right. We're like, oh my God, I, I guess somebody grabbed the fake presents. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> So she did this just for looks underneath the tree, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, no that one was ever, so which is great. why they don't have tags on them because there <laughs> right. aren't for anybody. But her, let's just say husband, uh, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he's not up on these things just because he lives in the house with her for 30 years doesn't mean he understands the system. And so he just grabbed everything and brought it. Oh my. That's so great. I know. It's like, I, I can't wait to find out what fake things we get this year. <laughs> that should be really, that should be a tradition now. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, the fakes. That is the best. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? This, like, I, I feel like there's a little similar thing I had going when I, but the, I was a kid. Okay. So 
I loved coloring Easter eggs. <laughs> so after you use like maybe four or five cartons, uh, you know, of dozens and or that was as much as my mom could boil. I was like, man, we still got coloring to go and I still want to color. So I started coloring the, the cold eggs. The ones that weren't <gasps> the ones that weren't boiled. Oh no! <laughs> Remember, I was a child, and <laughs> I didn't know that they were going to also hide them. Ew. So they ended up in the park, and oh, the people's faces <laughs> when they were getting the eggs and I color that weren't supposed to be. <laughs> and they they grabbed them hard because you could do that with hard boiled eggs, but, and, and would like just they'd squeeze them, and suddenly all this joke was going on the rest of their eggs. Oh, <laughs> did any did they know it was you? No, <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> Not even your mom. Did your mom figure it out? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you got away with it. I did. That's Until awesome. just now. It's out now. So anybody that was Easter egg hunting at mm-hmm. Silva Park over in South County, St. Louis, my apologies. In 19. <laughs> Back in 1980. Whatever, right? and, and, and the park rangers that found them weeks later, my right. apologies. <laughs> And all the animals that ate them. <laughs> oh, they were probably Ten loved months it. later, you I'm probably sorry. made some made some raccoons really happy, <laughs> or mad because they were spoiled and a bellyache. Or if there was a chicken that found it and hatched it, congratulations! <laughs> right? <laughs> I think I'll sit on this multicolored egg and see what happens. <laughs> you know the um, the Greek uh, Greek Orthodox tradition is on Easter, on Greek Easter Sunday, they do this thing where they boil, they hard-boiled eggs and they dye them red, like a deep red. You take the eggs and you you knock, you have little egg wars, basically. You knock them against each other. <laughs> and sometimes you're, you know, like, so one person's egg will crack and the other ones won't, right? And you keep going around the room or the, you know, whatever, until, like, the last man standing, whoever has the egg that, that didn't break. <sighs> I think it's some, like, like, a good luck thing. But... <sighs> There's a dye, there's like a really deep red dye that you can get in Greece mm. that makes the eggs just like this really deep, rich red. But you can't get it here, and I suspect they're, <clears throat> you know, maybe it's like, I don't know, poisonous or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you just, you can't, you can't buy it here. And and there was this one year where Sharon and I got put in charge of the eggs. I don't know why, I don't know what the deal was, but somehow we got put in touch with this very important project. We were so excited and we boiled all these eggs and we died. We went to the store, we bought red dye and we dyed them and we thought they were pretty good. But unbeknownst to us, Yaya, that's Greek for grandmother, because, you know, all people do this. You you ask somebody to bring something, but just in case they don't do it right, you do it yourself. <laughs> and sure enough, Yaya had made eggs, but she used the, the Greek stuff that oh. was like the deep red. And ours just looked like all lame and sad by okay. comparison. <laughs> I was like, well, what'd you have us do it for? You know, if you were going to make your own eggs, why'd you make us make them? You know, but anyway, <laughs> it didn't matter to the hardness of the eggs, but it, it mattered to my ego that my eggs weren't red enough. You know what I would have done? I just would have put deep red nail polish over them because not only would they be red, but they'd be like glossy. Ooh. I love that idea. And it wouldn't break. <laughs> and it wouldn't break. <gasps> the unbreakable red egg. Oh, guess what I we're doing this Easter? By Lee Presson. I never thought of that. 
<laughs> tuck that in my pocket for the next time we have Greek Easter. <laughs> Say, yeah, yeah, I got a challenge for you. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Anna, you had a dream about us. <gasps> yes, you did. Tell us. Well, let me tell you first about the dream I was going to tell you about. <laughs> because there were two dreams. I don't know why I've been dreaming this week. I think because I'm like, because I've been, been I've been so, it was the summer of Anna. The yes. summer of Anna had ended with a Coldplay concert and uh, L.A. and Las Vegas trip. But um, finally, like, calm down and maybe that's my brain resting, right? Okay. So it starts out with Jimmy Buffett remodeling our home. <laughs> So the kids and I decided, well, we need to get out of the house. Our, my husband must have been on a business trip. So we're like, well, we need to leave town. So we go to some airport. We decided to leave our luggage at the corner of the airport, thinking it would be safe. <laughs> and, and then for some reason, I pan into some expensive small airplane crashing it into uh, either Puget Sound or Lake Washington. Oh, my. And so um, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I hope my ring doorbell caught that or my dash cam. And so I'm, like, afraid that, like, the footage is going to get recorded over. Somehow the promotion team was with us, and <laughs> they <laughs> decided to look at my house being remodeled. And so then, then my brother from Dallas is playing with his daughter, my niece, in a house that looked like our old house from, like, a place I grew up. We're like, well, we're home, I guess, so we better, you know, oh, my God, we forgot our luggage in the corner of the airport. <laughs> we get to the airport, and the, like, airport worker gave us a lecture about leaving our luggage. <laughs> out there and I'm like oh yeah because somebody's gonna steal him he's like no because security reasons you know so <laughs> so he drives us home <laughs> and somehow attached to his airport van is our house being remodeled by Jimmy Buffett <laughs> so what whatever we're riding in some vehicle at the top of it Jimmy Buffett's like looking down at what appears like he's in the upstairs. And you know how like most movies and TV shows when you're in a basement and you're looking up the stairs, they're at a doorway and they're like, you know, they could see you at the doorway. Like right. that's Jimmy yeah. Buffett, like <laughs> sitting at the doorway, you know, like, hey, I'm I'm getting this done. And if you need if you guys need to get around my work, he was the nicest, most charming fella. <laughs> and not only was he good at his work, at the task at hand, but he was very accommodating. <laughs> Accommodating the way any man who says it's five o'clock somewhere would be. <laughs> so, and I wish we had like, it would be great if someday we had like some guest dream interpreter because I really want to know what the psalm meant because we all know Jimmy Buffett's been on our minds, you know, right. but I had no idea like he was in my mind like that much. I mean, for him to be in my dream, right? I, I think I can... I think I can take a stab at interpreting that dream. Please do. That'd be so great. Um, I think that it's telling you to just relax because I think to me, at least to me, Jimmy Buffett represents that kind of like everything's mm -hmm. going to be okay, going to kick back, going to have a beer, going to sit on the beach, and I know life's going on out there, but right now I'm just going to take some time and just like it's all going to be fine, you know? And yeah. I think that that's what that represents. 
man, that's good. It is. You it? need you need a hobby of being the dream interpreter. Yeah. No, I can't do dream. my own dreams for, for, for crap. But but yours that's that's just what you know what comes to mind for me. I am very amused by the thing about the um, wondering whether or not your ring camera caught the plane crash because it's like you know Pixar it didn't happen like not like concerned for the people who crashed in the plane but oh I wonder if I got that on video. Right. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> And and what promotions, our promotions team comes in is that I didn't want them to keep on coming in and out to trigger the recorder going on that would record over the footage. Right. <laughs> so right. Bad. Well, and oh, the, the whole suitcase thing, I mean, that is so not like you because you are such a rule follower and organized so organized like that's what it's it's like funny in a way it's like yeah like that would happen i would never let myself leave the Mm. luggage behind but i wonder if it's because of this plane crash we're like we got to go and see see what's going on over there let's just pile luggage over here where we think nothing's going to (laughs) happen right good interpretation though Wow. That's Excellent. really what makes sense. Yeah. That would be where my mind is. Is like I really do need to relax right now, and I I know this week I can. Yep. Now the dream about you guys. I don't know if I'm going to add this, you know, because somebody might get embarrassed. But um, I'll tell you right now. Okay. I I don't know why we were all together in the same either room or building or whatever, but we were all together doing something. This was like right before I was about to wake up, okay? Or And what before. when was this, by the way? The other night. Not last night, but the night before. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, right. so so we're doing something. The dream was going on a while. I hear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I'm like I'm like, okay, stifle your laugh. Somebody pooted. <laughs> stifle your laugh but it was loud so why why you you two didn't hear it i don't know so it wasn't one of us in my dream it was okay (laughs) or somebody if we were in a restaurant then it could have been somebody and so i'm like trying to stifle my laugh but in real life i was laughing (laughs) and i woke up kind of laughing and i look i i look over and i'm awake (laughs) So I'm like, okay, in real life, I had heard him. <gasps> Got <laughs> it. <laughs> really loud. And I go, oh, that was really loud. <laughs> and I go, uh, <coughs> I tell him I was in the middle of a dream and I thought it was one of you two. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry, I thought you were so asleep that um, you wouldn't hear it. I'm like, yeah, I was really asleep. I was dreaming. I was in REM. (laughs) And we were both laughing. But I was like, I was really trying hard for like five minutes not to laugh out loud because (laughs) I thought it was Lori and or Claire. (laughs) And I didn't want to embarrass them. (laughs) And I was like, and it was, it was, it was the funniest sound. And I'm like, but I, I had the hardest time. I had the hardest time, like not laughing. And then I was like re- realizing that he had done it. And I was like, then I was like able to laugh. Right. Know. Then you could. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. Okay. There's no interpretation for that. It's just funny. <laughs> I was going to say, go Claire. <laughs> no, that's just, 
<laughs> oh man <laughs> i just um, love that it woke you up i mean it basically woke you up you know that yeah. must have been either that or struggling to not laugh what'd you have for dinner the night before <laughs> <laughs> i don't you know i i bo- see both of us have have been making an effort not to eat at a certain time like after a certain time so i'm yeah. thinking gosh it must have been something he ate for lunch or poor dude <laughs> does he listen to this podcast uh, he doesn't so maybe i could like <laughs> add it in yeah he'll never know yeah <laughs> yeah so there you have it so interpret that <laughs> so okay so i have a question so that one just happened like recently two nights right? ago yeah right. yeah but, but and the, the other, other the other, the other one, one was the, only a few days ago. Right. Yeah. My question is, how did you remember that dream so well? The poot one is easy to remember because that's just yeah, freaking right, hilarious. Right. Uh, that's a very memorable dream. But the other one with the airplane and Jimmy Buffett and all that, yeah. How, do you keep a journal? Do you write stuff down? I, I don't, but that one I wrote down because I thought that one was so strange. There are a lot of dreams I don't remember, some that I kind of do, but then I don't remember after a while. That one, that one was so odd but funny (laughs) and I wonder like I don't feel like I've been dreaming a whole lot um lately so this week has been just woo you know let's dream this let's dream that and I I wonder really if it's because now I know I could relax not having anything to do for a while trips or anything I wonder if the change in in dream depth is uh, related to you the change in food like if you're changing the timing of when you eat and don't eat, I wonder if that's connected oh, in any way. Oh, hmm. interesting. Yeah. I mean, I may be full of crap, but it's a thought because I know that, you know, your body is working while you're sleeping. It's working on, I mean, it's physically working on the stuff that's going on, but then the mental stuff works on it too. And I am I wonder if like, huh, well, I'm not busy digesting food, so let's see what we can drum up in the old subconscious here. So we're going to have you yeah. up it. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. There are other things that I'm doing. Red light therapy. Hmm. Like What's I, that? I, it looks like a tanning bed, but it's like red light therapy. And I, I was doing that for a while and then when summer hit, I'm like, I don't need no red light therapy. I got the sunshine, <laughs> you know, uh, knowing that I was going to be doing all these trips and walking outside. So now oh, is red, like, is red light therapy like a, a, a like a vitamin D deprivation kind of thing? Like, like um, well, sad? maybe I don't know. I I thought it was something that you know helps your muscles out and everything. Because now I plan on working out a little bit more. Oh, okay. um, Honestly, I don't know, but all I know is that I was doing that before summer, and I'm like, well, I'm paying for it. I, I might as well go. I might as well use it. So I wonder if, you know, things like that can unleash, because I, I don't know if it's supposed to do anything to, as mental alert or help you sleep better. So I've been, I've noticed something interesting. Um, so I've been, um, you know, pretty, been, uh, well, let's just, I've been pretty stressed out about money lately. Things have just been uh, kind of tight for us for the last several months. And um, I do kind of the brunt of the bill paying, like the physical act of, of paying the bill. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty in tune to it. And I, I kind of tend to absorb that stress a little bit. And so I've been looking at, I don't know, some other stuff's been going on. And I've been thinking about maybe, you know, therapy or something. And so I got this app, this, uh, I went to the website for my health insurance. And they're like, oh, go to this app. And I'm like, okay. I just soon 
assumed app was kind of part of the health insurance. And so I go to the thing and they're like, enter your information, put, tell us about yourself, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, okay, well, based on, you know, your answers, we think you should do this. And it puts up this whole menu of things that cost a whole crap ton of money. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on a second. <laughs> if I came to you because I'm stressed out about money, why would you tell me that the solution would be to lay down a crap ton of money for it? You're my health insurance. Isn't it supposed to be just like $25 to talk to somebody? And I'm like, okay, whatever. So anyway, I did, did a different thing with that. And then I was uh, thinking about doing like a sleep meditation thing, right? And yeah. um, there, I've heard about this app called Calm, you know, where like, you know, yeah. Matthew McConaughey reads you bedtime stories and stuff right. like that. I'm like, all right, that sounds good. So I, I get this, uh, I kind of look at it and I downloaded it and I'm like, whatever. And, and then, you know, sure, the way things work in the internet, they know who I am. So suddenly I'm getting emails from them. And they, 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 there was something in this email that really resonated with me. And I'm like, okay, that sounds really interesting. So I clicked on it. And the first thing it says is you should do this. And all you have to do is pay us $65 right now. And I'm like, oh, hold on a second. The whole point of this thing is to make me not stressed out about money. I'm not going to spend $65 on an app. That's a lot of money for an app, you know, when they probably still have things you have to pay for in addition. Like, not everything's free, right? Then I start getting emails from them. Well, now you can have it for 40% off. Now they're stressing me out, sending me an email every day about how to calm down. <laughs> like, oh. like, I feel like like the world is conspiring against me, you know? I mean, I'm, it's, I'm fine, and I'm kind of making it a bigger deal thing than it is, but it just... The one about the, the insurance thing, that just cracked me up. I mean, it made me mad, but it also made me laugh. Like, you know, your solution to de-stressing is to make a decision that's going to be really stressful, and then we'll help you de-stress from that stressful decision. <laughs> My God. Are, were they at least offering as an insurance company that they would pay they some were, of it? You got a discount. You got a discount from being through the insurance company. But, okay. you know, what it came yeah. down to was... and I. I kind of get what they're going for, which is that people don't want to just go to therapy anymore. People don't want to leave their house, drive somewhere, and talk to a person. I actually do. I would rather do that. I think part of my problem is I don't get out of the house enough, right? I'm not, like, replacing a therapist with, like, somebody to go have coffee with, you know what I mean? It's not that kind of thing. But I think that's part of the whole thing is get out of your space and go and go deal with stuff. I get that there are people that don't want that. This app wasn't even necessarily to talk to a person. You could talk to a person, but mostly it was like the call map, right? Like here are some here are some ideas and things you can do and here's an exercise log and here's like all of this stuff. It's not really offering the professional service that a licensed therapist would offer you to guide you into talking through what's going on with you. It's just an app. And I just I was kind of like I think that really works for some people. It might even work for me at some point, but that's not what I needed right now. Yeah. And I was, I sort of resented a little bit that they, I don't know, maybe it's an age thing. Is it just like, is it like that the 30-year-olds just want the app and the 50-year-olds want to talk to people? I'm not sure. Ooh, I think that actually could be it. I always thought of therapy as you're sitting down talking to somebody in their office. And they respond to what you're saying. They're not an AI or a bot or an algorithm responding to what you're saying. They're a person listening and seeing physically what your body's doing when you're speaking these things, right? I mean, Laura, you've done enough coaching and, mm -hmm. and you know, some therapy-type situations to get that, right? You're not going to get that from an app. Personally, I just think a lot of people are the DIY and they just want to do it themselves, see if they can figure it out. But I will say there is nothing like counseling, a real person to talk to. 
But but I do think there's a generation where like just give me an app, I'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, I could use a, an app to count calories. Great, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need a trainer to tell me you know how to do that. You know, but I, I just an, an app to to get out of cyclical thinking or whatever it is that you have. It's interesting. And and I do and I I don't want to say that I don't think Calm or the meditation apps apps work cuz I think those probably work great. I do think that if I have the spare cash, I would probably buy Calm. And I think that I probably would get better sleep. It would probably give me weird dreams, which is kind of what kicked me off on this whole thing was hearing about your dreams, which would be kind of fun actually. But um <laughs> I do think that there is absolutely a place for for those meditative apps and certainly like noisemakers and all that kind of stuff. I think that stuff's great. But just this this notion of of somebody helping you out of and thank God I'm not I mean I'm not suffering from depression, right? But what if someone was? What if someone really was suffering from clinical depression and figured, well, the app will just fix it? That worries me a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. And I'd like to think that the app algorithm would be smart enough that if you are indicating or saying things that are that deep, that it would somehow trigger a human to call you. But I don't know. I'm curious. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring the room down. (laughs) No, not at all. There's two ways I want to go on this. One is you've heard of BetterHelp, right? Yeah. So you don't go. It's a Zoom. Which I think at least you're meeting with a person, but also they're, I don't know, I think like determining what what your real need is. Like, I think it would be terrible if you really thought you needed a counselor and they gave you all these apps and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I don't need a counselor. Like, it could sway you from really getting the help you need, which could lead to other problems. So Right. Because you don't really know, you know. There was a time... Uh, after my mom died, when I was depressed, like actually depressed. But I didn't know that. I mean, all I knew was that I was kind of mad all the time and I was tired all the time and I didn't want to do anything. And, and I went to talk to somebody and they're like, oh, well, you're depressed. Actually, it was a doctor. It was a, an actual doctor doctor. Oh. I'm like, really? Huh. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know the signs of depression. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know these things. So I, I really do think it takes a, a human to, to get that out of you. Now, yeah, better help is face-to-face. This is not what that was. Yeah. This was something else. Interesting. And so what are you going to do? Uh, I found a, a human, a person. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. It's just, you know, I needed a, a tune-up, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I just went back to my health insurance and did the old... <sighs> pick someone from a list, throw a dart yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. It's a little it's a little more intricate than that. I mean, you, you can find out a lot more about people and their specialties yeah. and where they are and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, that it actually all worked out, all worked out great. But I just, the calm thing was just hilarious to me that they just, now they're just like mm-hmm. badgering me. You must be calm. We will force you to be calm. I know. My sister <laughs> said her and her husband were talking about something the other day and all of a sudden... Like, they weren't on their phones, but their phones were probably nearby. All of a sudden, they start getting ads about it. Isn't, Isn't that, that crazy? crazy? Yeah. It Ugh. really it really does happen. It's mm-hmm. not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and I just forgot to tell you guys, I, I'm, I'm going to a dentist next week. What? Good. Yeah, it's been about uh, three years. And uh, when good, I told good, him good. that, I was kind of sheepish, and she laughed. She's like, oh, three years, that's nothing. You wouldn't believe some of the people we get in here. <laughs> I'm like, oh. all right, 
I guess I feel better about myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think That's after great. COVID, everyone just kind of forgot, like you just got out of yeah. the habit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Mm. Well, good for you. Way to, way to be Thank proactive. You. Yes. Proactive. Eventual, eventually proactive. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's a good dentist that they're saying if, if they made you feel better about mm-hmm. the, your situation, everything. That's a good person. Yeah, that, yeah. The person yeah. who answered the phone, anyway. Hopefully, the the people inside will be will be just as, as uh, patient. I'm <laughs> nice. sure they will. I'm I'm sure they've they've seen it all. And you know, knock on wood, nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first thing she said. Are you calling because you're in pain? I'm like, no, I'm calling because it's about damn time. It's time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she's like, well, that's a good sign. So I don't think I have any major thing to worry about, which is good. Um, but I'm just, I will, I, I've dodged a bullet, I think, you know, I'll be, it's amazing if there's nothing major going on, but you know, who knows? Interesting. Well, if you have, if, if you're not hurt, you yeah. know, yeah. and everything, then all they're going to have to do is just clean your teeth. Yeah. They might have to yeah. do the deep, the deep clean where they, the deep clean. You know, they put you under for a while. I'm yeah. okay with that. I'll always oh, take gas for yeah. a deep clean. It's almost time for Claire to go. Any famous last things or anything going on that we need to? Shout out. Well, we need to talk about Trailer Swelsey. Who? Right? No? Neither of you? Wait, who? Taylor Swift <laughs> and Travis Kelsey? Oh, Swelsey. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I didn't really know until I watched that game. I'm like, she's cheering for somebody. What? What is, is that? Is she or. No, no, no. My first thought was, she looks a lot like Taylor Swift. <laughs> right? Well, she's very happy <laughs> in that booth. I didn't really yeah. know that. I kind of knew, but I didn't really, it didn't click that he was a chief, a, a Kansas City chief. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, oh my God, my Missouri friends must be freaking out. Well, the whole world's freaking out, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently yeah. the players on the field were freaking out. They're like, whoa, that's Taylor Swift up there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't throw the ball. Right. <laughs> it does seem that way. <laughs> My eyes, she's so beautiful. I thought, you know, the whole thing was just like kind of a joke, you know, like mm-hmm. he was just kind of like kidding about it for all these months. And turns out it they'd been a thing for a little bit. Oh. Um, Not just like, you know, the it sort of seemed like she just suddenly showed up at his game last week and that was the first time they met, but apparently not. Um, so kudos to them for, I mean, now it'll never be under wraps. Now they've completely gone public with it, but whatever it is that they've managed to accomplish in the last, let's say even just month without anybody knowing yeah. about it, well, that's he, impressive for, for stars that big. It you know? is. It, foot, he, yeah. he has a podcast. He says, well, yeah, uh, now she's come to the game. Cat's out of the bag. Can't keep it a secret anymore. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what this means though, don't you? What? She's going to have to go to every single game, just like Tom Brady's uh, wife did. <laughs> right? Oh. Isn't, um, isn't she about to go to Europe, though, or something? Oh, Taylor, yeah. She's yeah. got a tour coming up over there. Yeah, I think she's taking Eras over, over across the pond or, or somewhere. Yeah. So. And, and, yeah. and they, they said they thought she left in some sort of a, a snack cart or something. <laughs> I was gonna I ask. Yeah. I really was gonna ask. Like I was asking Mark, how how did she even get in without people swarming her? Yeah. Right. So getting out. Yeah. Now that everybody knew after you know mm-hmm. during the game that she was there. 
crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, she had, you know, a lot of the people in that friends and family box were her security. Yeah, I'm so sure. It's not like she doesn't have people to help her do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah. But wow. It's still it's pretty great. And they're just they're both likable. You know, mm-hmm. I like it when likable yeah. people get together. Yeah. It'd be nice if they could, yeah, make that work. Yeah. Hopefully it won't end, you know. In a bad song. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) She's your captain and I'm on the teachers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I love it. All right. Now we really do have to go. Well, where can we watch you guys on the show? I mean, watch you guys. Where can (laughs) we uh, get a hold of you on the shows? I am on Twitter slash X at Claire Beverly, C-L-A-I-R-E-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y, and on threads at Claire Beverly Radio. And I'm on Facebook at Coach Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E. And I'm uh, on Twitter and X at Amanda D. So just a, a, a thing about this, we had some props from last year, which had all our socials on it. So oh. anytime we were using them, we had to put our fingers over Twitter. Oh. <laughs> Since so you didn't see the Twitter and the bird instead of the X. Exactly. <laughs> and on that <laughs> note. <laughs> oh, well, we mentioned Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, rest in peace. Yes. I'm thinking about yeah. you and, in fact, dreaming about you. <laughs> Thanks for the remodel. <laughs> this is Listen and Learn. 